This episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast, is dedicated to veterinary nurse students. And today we're covering all things study tips. Woohoo! <laughs> Welcome to Athena's Mind, a well-being space for the veterinary community in Ireland and beyond. We talk all things self-development, self-care, mindset and mental health with yours truly, Aoife Smith. I am a qualified vet nurse and psychologist who is passionate about helping you to cultivate a peaceful space inside your head. This is the veterinary mental health revolution you have all been waiting for. Hit that follow button and let's get going. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast. I'm your host, as always, it's Aoife. How are we all doing today? It's Monday. It's a new slate. It's the start to a brand new week. And in today's episode, we are dedicating it to all of the veterinary students out there. Today, we're talking about study tips, how to study. We're going to cover a little bit about studying while you're on placement, all of that good stuff, all of that juicy stuff. So listen up because, yeah, we're about to go hard today. Um, I'm really excited about this episode actually because I feel like I say that every single week do you know that but to be honest with you I'm always excited to record so what's new um, but I'm particularly excited about this episode because I feel like if if I had this episode when I was studying you know to be a professional veterinary nurse I feel like maybe life would be a little easier or yeah like think of me as your big sister coming along putting her arm around you and being like look do these things and sweetie you cannot fail (laughs) so yeah let's get into it um yeah gas okay so I have a good few things to cover today actually and I'm also going to cover studying while on placement because that is something that I hear so often um that kind of fine art of juggling a full working day and then going home in the evening and feeling like you need to study um, in the evening, especially if there's something kind of coming in the next day. Maybe there's, I don't know, a really particular ultrasound appointment that you know is coming or um, there's a particular surgery booked in for the next day that you know is coming in. And so you want to be as prepped as you can be for it. I used to get a bit like that with them. orthopedic surgeries and stuff just to make sure that I knew what I was doing especially because those surgeries are so long so I just really wanted to always make sure that I was on the ball and I knew you know what all of the equipment was and tried to anticipate what everyone would need and yeah so there's definitely this kind of it's a definite fine art of juggling you know going to work and then coming home and and studying um or studying in work, which I sometimes also did, um, which, yeah, helped a lot. But that's that's a whole other conversation. I pause and smirk because I feel like you should be allowed to study while you're on placement. That's kind of what you're there for. But anyway, that's a whole other whole other discussion that we may get to in a sec. Um, but yeah, I tried to think of all of the tips that I would have needed to hear when I was a veterinary nurse student and all of the tips that would have really helped me when I was studying to be the best version of myself um because in a caring role that's what you're doing you're studying to be the best version of you and 
you know, that's amazing. So let's embrace that, but also make it as easy as we can on ourselves. I feel like there's this, like, I don't know, everybody's a martyr these days, right? And we wear struggle with, uh, like, like a badge of honor. We wear booked and busy like a badge of honor. But actually, things can be really easy and we don't need to struggle in the veterinary profession to do really well. You just don't need to struggle. You can make things as easy as you can. So hopefully these tips will help you to do that and will help you to ace those exams and those OSCEs by the end of it. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about today was scheduling. Okay, so those have those of you who have been following me for a while um, or know about me in general or know, <laughs> know me personally will know that the first thing that I always raise with anyone looking for um, tips or guidance or anything is scheduling. Like I cannot tell you how valuable my schedule is at all. Like I cannot put words on the, on how valuable my schedule is to me every single week. And here's why. It eliminates as much choice as possible so that I can use my brain and my mind for other things. It just eliminates the overwhelm of choice. It just gets rid of it. So what I like to do is pick a weekend day where I organize myself for my week ahead. Now, for me personally, that's a Sunday. So I love a Sunday evening, like I'll clean my house, get myself organized, pack my bag, although I'm working from home these days, but I always do have my handbag kind of there in my room ready to go just in case I need to grab it and go somewhere. Um, I'll always have like my staples in there. Um, I find that as well working from home, like one of, one of the days actually my internet um, at home completely went like, oh my God, when I say she was dead, she was like dead and gone, deceased. And I mentioned it to my boss and my boss said, you know, because my team is so lovely. And she said, like, don't worry. Um, but if it's not fixed by such and such a time, you'll need to go into the office. And I was like, that's totally fine. No probs. And then my <laughs> my stomach just dropped because I thought to myself, I don't know where anything is. Where is all my stuff? I need my staff card to get into the actual building, the office building that I work in. I needed like, you know, my purse, my charger, my laptop stuff, because I work off a laptop um, for this particular job. And I was like, there I was like, you know, sitting, sitting at home going, oh my God, where, where's all my stuff? So to eliminate that like crazy mad panic that I experienced of, oh my God, let's scramble and get all of my stuff together that I haven't got together in weeks. I found my staff card in one of my coat pockets after, like I have several coats. Um, It was just this mad scramble. So after that, I got my bag organized and I have it now in my room and it's just sat there and it's got all my stuff in it so that I can just get up and go whenever I need to. So I like to do that. Um, especially for for anyone going on placement and stuff obviously you have to go there you can't work from home so having your bag ready to go like at the start of the week is so key and here's another key thing cleaning the bag out from the week before oh my goodness um this is a game changer you might laugh but it is you know get rid of the like I don't know chocolate bar papers and receipts and tissues and um 
like spilled I don't know things and pens with no lids and stuff get get them out of the bottom of your bag because that's clutter and if you're gonna carry around physical clutter it's just gonna seep into your mindset you're just gonna carry all of this random stuff that you don't need with you so if your bag is really clean and is like a zen space what I always say is tidy space tidy mind so yeah I'll clean my space I'll sort my bag out for the week and they're my go-to first things that I set in place for myself to set myself up for a great week of work and study um or just study maybe you're just studying lucky duck I worked all the way through uh university so I had my own job and then I also had placement so I basically had two jobs and was studying at the same time not a bit healthy by the way like not at all um and I'm not here to justify the way that that was um the way that that path went for me and the way that I conducted myself during that time like let's not justify that but that's how it was so cleaning my space tidy space tidy mind set yourself up for the week it's so important then what I will do is I will write down my schedule this is the good stuff so this means that I will plan my meals, I'll plan my exercise, I will plan white space, which I've explained if you've been here for a while. Um, you will know that white space is, or white bubble, your white bubble or your clear bubble, there's like interchangeable names for these things, um, is a portion of time during your week that you that you free up for yourself and you don't schedule anything in and it's just for you to do absolutely nothing whatever that means for you and it just allows you to take breaths during your week um whether it's 10 minutes an hour two hours whatever um you can use that space you know for whatever you want except for work or study except for those two things your white space is for everything else except for those two things. And it's so important. Um, so yeah, this literally eliminates as much choice as possible. So it allows and frees up your mind for other things. Because if you wake up in the morning and you don't have a plan, then you're starting to think, okay, what am I gonna eat for breakfast? Um, what am I gonna wear today? Um, what am I going to make for lunch? Am I gonna make lunch? Am I gonna buy lunch? What am I having for dinner? Um, what am I going to study this evening? Um, what have I got to put in my bag? Do you see already the amount of choice that you need to waste energy thinking about if you haven't scheduled all of this? Um, and like, if you need to schedule your outfit, like if you need to write down like black t-shirt and blue jeans, why not do that? Because that's your mind made up like get those clothes and put them together maybe on one of your shelves in your room you know um some people pop them on the back of like their desk chair for the, the next morning like whatever it is that works for you hang them in a particular place in the wardrobe where you know you know that that's where they are and that's what you're wearing the next day and you just don't have to think about it then when you wake up um it just frees up your mind so much from all of this choice choice takes energy and when you're trying to become a veterinary nurse energy is like you know you need all of your energy you need all of the energy that you can get um 
and you need to use it well. So eliminating choices like breakfast, dinner, what you're going to wear, all of those simple things, then will free up energy for, you know, your day of placement, um, your study time, all of all of those other important things. And your energy will basically be freed up for doing what you love, which is why we're here in the first place. Um, so yeah, it's so, so important. Um, particularly as this is about study tips. Um, when you're doing your schedule, the, the really key thing to remember is don't just write study. You know, don't even write like study anatomy. Get really specific. So write like study the brain structure and the functions of the amygdala like get super specific know exactly what you want to look at and when breaking it down into those really simple chunks just again it conserves your energy and also it prevents that overwhelm of looking at you know anatomy as a whole or if you just wrote study could you imagine you would just be looking at your whole entire course as a whole? Like I would see the word study and go, study what? Like veterinary nursing takes four years or three, I think for some of you. Like <laughs> if you just write the word study, you know, you're like my brain anyway, would just go on a trip about the entire course. Whereas if I know I'm going to study the brain structures um, something about like, you know, the amygdala or yeah, something really specific. If I know that that's what I'm doing today, then that's what I'm concentrating on. That is what I'm going to absolutely nail. And then the next day it'll be something else. Um, it just means that you're, I feel like you're a lot more present as well. When you have that decision made for you in advance, it just means that you can really be present with it. You've kind of digested in advance that that's what you're going to study so when you go to study it you're a little bit more present I feel anyway in my opinion um but yeah like it's it's so important to eliminate as much choice as possible especially if your your days are busy um because making choices in the moment are a little like it's a little bit of a chaotic action to take um, and I'm not saying that, you know, everything can be, you know, chosen or thought of in advance. Like we never know how a day is going to go, of course, but if we can eliminate the choices that we know are coming up, like our breakfast, I mean, we know, you know, hopefully we're going to have a nice breakfast in the morning. So let's maybe pick in advance what we're going to have. Um, or, you know, that it would be a good plan to study tomorrow night. Let's maybe think about what we're going to study so that as well, if if anything does come up during the day that you didn't see coming, um, and that's so common, particularly in the vet world, because, you know, you never know what's going to happen during a day. Every single day is different. So if you can make choices in advance that frees up your mind or that free up your mind to think about other things, why not do that? Um, yeah. So once you're clear on what you're tackling for the week, my like next study tip is super key. Organize and gather your resources. So for example, tomorrow night, I'm going to study the brain. 
and the brain structure or structures, whatever. Um, I will gather all of my resources for that. So I'll, what I will do is usually make a folder for each module and I'll start to gather my notes, pop them in the folder and um, I'll grab any books that I can think of maybe um, any podcasts that I have come across on my travels, I will save them um, or download the episode. Um, any online resources, I will create bookmarks for. So I'll pop onto my laptop. It, this is me like in advance, um, just taking the example of studying the brain structures. In advance, I will open up my laptop and I will um, grab any online resources that I want to look into or want to use and I'll create bookmarks for them so that when I go to study them on that particular night I can open up my laptop and just click all of the bookmarks up on the top um the top tab because they're already there for me um you know that way you can save YouTube videos that you like the sound of maybe that someone has recommended um anybody that recommends things to you during the week that you know maybe they send you a link save it save the link pop it onto your um bookmarks tab and that that means then that you can just open up your laptop and click the tabs there's no like going looking for things there's no searching and then on top of that you can go ahead and do ordinary research where you would of course start to use things like google scholar and different search bars to look things up as you go but at least the foundations are set so that you don't have to, you know, spend energy um, looking for all of the things and gathering all of your bits and pieces when you go to study. It's all already there for you. What I used to do is I used to leave um, when I had a desk in my room. I no longer have a desk in my room. I actually have a foldy desk. <laughs> I live in a flat that's really small. So I have like my kitchen and... um what you call it my kitchen and sitting room I was like <laughs> what what's that place we sit again my kitchen and sitting room are one room and then I have my bedroom and then I have my bathroom so there's like not a whole heap of space beautiful like my favorite place to be in all the world but there's not a whole heap of space so I have like a fold a fold of table now but when I had like a staple desk in my room I used to leave my my folders kind of in a little arrangement on the desk and depending on what I was studying then I would um kind of take one out and put all of the study resources together on the desk waiting for me the day before um so that it was just there and I just had to go to my desk and I knew what I was doing all of my stuff was already there for me I would make sure as well that my laptop was charged um yeah all of the things that you you know all of the things that you can do in advance for yourself that just frees up time and energy the next day when you actually go to study I just think that's so important um and bookmarking things online as well it means as well you can come back to those things if it's a case that your schedule kind of changes or you need to make some edits um yeah it's it's such a handy thing to do I feel like some of us forget that the bookmark tab is there I've always I've always forgotten and then recently it kind of it really sort of changed my life like it's a small thing but it's amazing when you can open up your laptop and you can see everything you need in front of you I also have bookmarked my um college's sign-in page and there was some oh yeah google scholar and like all of the 
the journals and things that my college is subscribed to. I've then booked, bookmarked two so that I can just click on them in the tab up top. Um, it just saves time and energy. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, the next thing that I want to talk about or I want to touch on or dive into is studying while you're on placement because this is a huge thing that I get asked about all the time or even just in general, I get like general comments about it um, or it's something of note among veterinary nurse students and that makes perfect sense really. Um, but yeah, if you're studying while you're on placement, your study plan is definitely going to need to be more flexible um, based on the cases that you're seeing. But I just want to remind you while we're looking at that is to don't is is don't panic. Um, yeah, don't panic. So it may be a case where if you are on placement for you on your schedule, you may just need to stick in study on your schedule. And that may be because you aren't sure about cases that are going to come in. Maybe you want to study stuff in I guess real time if you will so during the day if you spot something um or a case comes in that you're like a little unsure about and you want to revise that stuff maybe like I don't know an Addison's case comes in during the day and you think to yourself oh I could actually brush up on that maybe I'll look at that tonight so if you wanted to study in real time it's fully understandable as to why you would put just study and nothing specific on your schedule however here's the trick if you're going to do that don't leave it until you go home and have dinner and chill and then think about it to think about the specific thing you're going to study because that encourages overwhelm. So what I used to do was if something particular came in and I wanted to look at it or maybe you have a case coming the next day that you know about and you want to just brush up on. Um, what I would do is I would take 10 minutes during the day, during my work day to just plan my study for that night, get my head around what I was going to do. Um, sometimes I would plan my study as well for maybe two or three days in advance, but that depends on, that used to depend on where I was on placement, what kind of cases I was seeing, etc, etc. So you'll know the best way to do it for yourself based on where you're on placement. But if you can plan in advance, wherever you can, this is my main point, wherever you can eliminate choice, do it do it. Um, I also used to be quite um, open with, you know, especially the other nurses around me, other qualified nurses. I might say to someone, hey, I'm just going to take 10 minutes to get my head around this particular thing, or I just need to take a sec to read a thing, or I just want to take a second to write a few things down. And I would go away for like five, 10 minutes and just plan my study for the evening, get my head around maybe what was kind of coming up within the practice that day, maybe grab a book. Um, some like a particular place that I was on placement in used to have great books kind of in the corner of the prep room. So I might like grab something that was relevant and just take a second. Um, and that just allowed me to process, but also allowed me to plan in advance and make choices then so that I didn't have to make them later. Um, yeah, just get super duper clear and eliminate choice as much as you can. Um, also get into the habit of looking at ne the next day's schedule all the time because then you'll know what's coming in and what you'll need to revise the night before so that you can prep as best you can for the next day. 
Um, sometimes, you know, it depends on the clinic. So sometimes you might really, you might not really know what's coming in the next day. But if you know that something in particular is coming in, like a particular surgery, or maybe a dog is coming in and you know from their case history that they have diabetes and you just want to brush up on your diabetes knowledge, all that kind of stuff, just get into the habit of, again, trying to get your head around what's coming before it comes in. Um, also, I feel like, okay, here's the thing. I feel like sometimes when we go on placement, the other staff members, we can be a little bit afraid of them. And I think that that's fair to a certain extent because placement is a really performative thing. I've said this before. You go on placement, you want to make a really good impression. And yeah, um, it makes sense that you're a little nervous and you know, you don't know them just yet. And um, maybe there's some staff members that aren't all that approachable and a little cranky, like let's get real. Some people are not nice, like that's okay. Um, if you're not like all that comfortable, but at the same time, um, like ask other nurses if you feel you can, like, you know, there's no, I don't see the problem with going to another nurse and saying, hey, what study techniques served you while you were on placement? You know, and see what they come up with. Or, you know, what are your, even if, so this is a good one, if you're, if you're new on placement at that time, maybe it's like your first week or something or first couple of days. And like, this is something that I used to ask on my first day, to be honest. I would always say, what are your most common cases here? Because they'll if they're if they've been there for a while they'll know um a lot of the most common things they'd see maybe they can think of particular patients off the top of their head sure there's always patients that you'll know quite well um you know maybe they can think of different things that will point you in the direction of maybe what you can be studying during that time um and also a good one to kind of suss out is like to ask them if you know, like what would make their life easier if you knew really well? So like, is there anything in particular that you can put energy into studying that would make their life easier? Because then I feel like you're almost working in tandem and you're working for each other because they're giving you kind of knowledge on what would be really beneficial for you to know as a nurse but you're also you know the the information they're giving you is in alignment with their practice and their working day so you kind of both benefit from a question like that um so I would always approach it as well like think about working with your practice um and not for them remember that you're paying your college fees to go there and it's not the other way around as well so like you're working with them you know and you're learning and it's all about collaboration it's not about going in and being terrified about you know doing things wrong and maybe like I don't know maybe you're worried about what they think of you and all those other other things that's that's all attached to the ego but like it's all about collaboration. So how best can you collaborate with them in terms of study? And what ways can you, 
you know, work together so that your knowledge grows, but yet their workday is made a little bit easier because then it works for everybody. Um, and I feel like there's an initi- initiative there um, to kind of help each other then in that case. Um, another really important thing for studying on placement is carrying a notebook in your pocket all of the time. I always carried a notebook in my pocket. Um, oh my gosh, always. And I also sometimes jot, jotted down my thoughts as well. Sometimes if I just wanted to free up my mind. Um, now, this is the thing though. Like make your notes cryptic if you're sharing thoughts in this notebook because, you know, if your notebook goes astray, just make sure that you don't say anything that you wouldn't be happy for someone else to read if your notebook does go astray. But I used to find that it was really handy for me to jot down quick thoughts that I had um, just to get them down onto paper out of my brain just to conserve energy that way. Um, yeah. And as I said already as well, like placement is a performance to a certain level. Um, and I used to find like, let's get real for a second, right? You're not going to be interested in every single thing that happens in a vet practice every single day. You're just not. It's not realistic for you to think that you should be interested in absolutely everything. Um, yeah, it's just not realistic. So, you know, looking interested <laughs> takes up energy um instead you know why not own your genuine interests so anything that you are interested in completely own that and be like hey I'm loving life bandage changes I'm your girl like you know um but for anything that you're not too interested in have a little chat with yourself um no one else needs to know that you're not interested in a particular thing um it's just more for yourself. It's more relevant for you and your own chats with yourself. Like ask yourself why you're not as interested in one thing as you might be in another um, and explore that for yourself. And also talk to staff members. Like, you know, the way there are particular people who just love specific things. Like you might hate lab work, but you might meet a nurse who loves lab work. So that's an opportunity to say, hey, I noticed that you seem really interested in lab work, which is really lovely to see. Can you like tell me what it is that you love so much about lab work? Like, can you explain to me what it is that you find really brilliant about this? Because their enthusiasm might help you to get over that little bit of hurt, that little hurdle of, of not being too interested in it, but having to study it. You know, people are prettiest when they talk about things with passion in their eyes. And if you can talk to someone who's really enthusiastic about something that you're not so interested in, it might just help you to see things from a different angle. Um, or it might help you to study it a little easier if you're around somebody and can vibe off somebody who really loves the particular topic. I find as well, for me, if there's a particular thing I'm not too interested in, I tend to get in a little rut with it. And if I'm not surrounded by people who love that particular topic it becomes well I make it a struggle to study it whereas I find if I'm around someone who is super enthusiastic it's a lot easier for me to be on that vibe um so if there's something that you really hate cling to the person who loves it because they might help you to see a different angle but also just being around that vibe and that enthusiasm 
might just help you over the hurdle of having to learn it um so yeah like definitely don't shy away from the people who are really interested in things that you aren't interested in um I would be gravitating towards those people instead because I feel like it makes my life a lot easier anyway if I'm around people who are super buzzy about a particular topic that I don't have a lot of interest in it just makes my life a little easier and you know I feed off that enthusiasm um just enough to get me over that hurdle um okay so on a general level with study find the time of day that works best for you and stick with that so morning afternoon evening I don't know afternoon study like I don't know how that's a thing but for me personally it's definitely either the morning or the evening most likely the evening to be honest um however this is really important no studying past 8 p.m I'm gonna say that again no studying past 8 p.m um this is huge for me because this is when my nighttime routine starts and that is a non-negotiable for me so if I reach 8 p.m and I'm not done I'm done like I need my rest I need to start winding down for a good sleep sleep is so important and rest is just as productive as study if you're not well rested you're not going to remember anything that you've looked at anyway your brain is just going to be mushy um, and foggy. So if it gets to 8pm, no matter what I'm doing at 8pm, I stop. That's me done. I quit. And I'll start my nighttime routine then, which looks for me like getting in the shower and fixing up my bed for the night, making sure I pop essential oils on my pillow, um, my skincare routine, um, lying on my acupressure mat for a little while. I start all of that. All of my study stuff is away. It's gone. I shake it off. I get in the shower, I wash off the stress, I wash off the tension um, and whatever has come up for me during study because of course study sometimes can, you know, elicit things like worry and um, stress and maybe make us tired and things like that. Of course it can, but I just find it's really important for me to wash all those things off in the shower if it's a case that those emotions and feelings, whatever, have come up for me. Um, during my study time I try to manage my worry and things during study as well because I feel like being self-aware um, means that when worry comes up when maybe I don't know annoyance comes up irritation you know all all types of things can come up for us when we're reading material like of course so I always try to manage those emotions during study rather than letting them build up and then having to wash them all off in the shower. But I feel like if I get a nice balance between managing them while I'm studying and also just washing everything off in the shower, it really, really works well. Um, so yeah, no studying past 8pm. It's not a thing. I don't believe in it. The person who turns to you and says, oh my God, I can only study at one o'clock in the morning. is It's not a thing. It's not healthy. We don't do that. We do not do that around here. No, it's not a thing not a thing um yeah there you go I'm your big sis at 8 p.m telling you to close that book um because anything that you read past 8 p.m will not go in I promise you it will not go in and let there be none of this making a coffee to get you through past 8 p.m 
no thank you because that's not real energy that's just an absolute like no let's not do it we're not doing it we're just not doing it we're not doing it (laughs) um (laughs) the last thing that I wanted to (laughs) what a rant right the last thing that I wanted to talk about was evaluating your progress so at the end of the week I always ask myself what went well what didn't go too well how can I make things easier for myself next week in terms of study and then sometimes I'll go going forward I will x by doing x and that just allows me to see what parts of my study plan need a little bit of tweaking going into the next week um but it also allows me to this is not an opportunity to beat ourselves up so this also allows me to take the opportunity to really celebrate the things that worked well and celebrate the parts that I did really well um I think it's really important for you to celebrate yourself at the end of that week within that evaluation and the evaluation gives you the time and space to do that and really really congratulate yourself on an amazing week um it's so, so important to evaluate your progress because if you don't do that, then you won't know what needs improvement and things that, you know, you could be doing better or opportunities to do better go miss, go, um, they go kind of overlooked, I guess. So yeah, evaluations are super duper important. And also maybe take a, a quiz or something for yourself at the end of the week or, get a pal to talk through things with you um yeah like I know when I used to study with friends we used to just randomly decide okay I'm going to tell you about such and such a surgery from start to finish and this is what I do um I think the key thing with studying with pals right here's the thing allow for mistakes like allow them to happen because then you'll just never forget them again like allow them to happen like I feel like when we study with um friends and things they might ask us a question and instead of just giving the answer we think it is we go oh I I don't know instead of saying I don't know try and have an answer regardless it might be the most far-fetched answer you've ever come up with because you genuinely don't know but if you say that far-fetched answer and then your friend gets the opportunity to say no no it's actually this then that means you'll never forget because you'll probably have a laugh over the far-fetched answer and you'll remember what the correct answer is. So it's all about cementing that information in your brain. Um, but we can't do that if we don't make mistakes, especially if they're like, you know, to be honest, the, the, the silly mistakes that we make when we're studying, um, obviously this doesn't go for in practice. Like we need to be really careful. We have an ethical responsibility to animals when we're working in practice but when we're sitting kind of hitting the books with friends and we're asking each other questions maybe we're studying for an mcq or something if you give a really far-fetched answer you're never going to forget that like you just won't forget it um you know especially if you have a laugh over it and your friend corrects you you're probably not going to forget it again I remember this one time I (laughs) accidentally, this was nearly 10 years ago and I still remember it, accidentally wrote out the heading um, signs of coma and I started like I was completely just not with it in the slightest and I started listing the signs of death 
And then I read back the list and I was like, that's not coma. That is definitely not coma. Like if all of these things are happening, the animal is 110% deceased. But I never forgot that then because I made that mistake and that was just by myself. I wasn't even with a colleague or a peer. That was just by myself. I made myself laugh at the complete and utter mistake I'd made in my notes. So I scribbled it all out, went back to the drawing board, signs of coma, signs of death. And do you think I've ever forgotten those two things since? Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, like don't be afraid to make mistakes. Really embrace them because that's where you learn. Now, again, obviously when you're in practice and you're with a patient again we have ethical obligations to animals so you know silly mistakes are not recommended so if you're if you don't know what you're doing that is the most appropriate time to say I don't know and don't touch anything until you understand what's going on and um, but if you're hitting the books with friends silly mistakes are where you're going to learn the most in terms of remembering the correct information um also ask for help like if you are on uns- unsure about studying and you don't know what to be looking at and you're feeling a little lost like ask for help you know you're paying your college so ask them for help um and you're paying your college to send you on placement and your placement is supposed to be a place that really welcomes you so ask them for help ask them for recommendations um ask them for resources you know everybody has their go-to's So if there are books or podcasts or YouTube videos or things that they recommend, soak up all of that juicy information and write it down, you know? Um, Yeah, ask for help. Don't flail by yourself. Um, Really ask for help. So yeah, also on placement, when you're there, play with equipment as much as possible. Now, obviously only where that's appropriate and also please ask permission but if you get the chance to have a look at all the equipment and name things, say what they're for. Um, I used to do this thing as well where like I would hold up, I don't know, let me think. Say if you were to hold up a syringe or something, right? And immediately I would say, okay, I would use this during a, a blood sample. And then the rest of the things that I need for a blood sample are this, this and this. I would list them. And then I'd say, okay, and to take a blood sample, this is what I need to do. And then to run the blood sample, this is what I need to do. And I kind of go like that in sort of a a little, I guess it was like a mind map or a spiral type of um, route. But I was connecting the dots with the equipment. And I was talking about all the information that I knew just triggered by this one particular piece of equipment. And I used to find that super duper handy. Um, But yeah. I think that's all my tips that I have for you as a veterinary nurse student. Um, it feels like so long since I've been a student. Well, a veterinary nurse and student. I'm a current student at the moment, but not, not in veterinary. Um, but yeah, I hope these study tips helped. This was something that was really, really huge um, that I've been asked about a lot. I've been messaged about a lot just with like general questions or also general comments. So I hope that this was some type of help for you um, and it added some more kind of, I guess, cushioning to your journey to becoming a veterinary nurse. Um, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful week. Please let me know if you've used any of these tips as well and let me know how you go. 
Um, I may put a couple of templates on my Instagram page. I'm at Athena's Mind Veterinary on Instagram. I might pop some study templates on there for you that you can use. Um, I feel like more and more these days we're using our phones to take notes and to keep documents on and stuff. So I think maybe some nice templates um, that will help you to study might be quite nice. And then you could also screenshot them and pop them on your laptop too. Um, but yeah, that is everything I have for this week. I hope that again, you have a beautiful week. Please stay safe and yeah, I'll see you soon. Thank you once again for being here for another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast. Come say hey on Instagram. Send me a DM. I am always hanging out on there. I'm at Athena's Mind Veterinary and I'll see you soon.